Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. Join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers, roofers and Waterproofers, Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, <laughs> and Mag, M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D, E-R-A-D, Mag E-R-A-D. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And, of course, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. There. <laughs> done. Okay, it's time to go home. Boom, done. Oh, wait, no, we got to talk about Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mighty House. If you go there, too, you can uh, have a chance to win a Klein Tools 24-inch level. And we'll be giving that away at the end of the month. So Patreon.com slash Mighty House. Okay. Dan? Hello. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Haven't I'm, seen you in a while. I'm uh, square and level. I, no. I, <laughs> someone told me <laughs> that uh, you know what level is. You know what a level is? No, I don't. Okay. It's, it's, it's it's something you would get to in a video game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. Right. That's it. That's what it is. <laughs> you guys are all so silly. <laughs> well. Uh, so in the studio, you have whom? Dan Potter. Dan from- Potter from DuPage Radon Contracting. And Dan was, it's perfect. You're. It's like you wrote your tip of the week exactly for Dan because your tip of the week was on indoor air quality. And with uh, radon, that has uh, something to do with indoor air quality, does oh, yeah, it not? Kind of the ultimate indoor air quality. Okay. So before we get into it, Rich was saying that the off-gassing from granite and marble is, uh, and with radon is, is bad and we should use quartz. Uh, yes and no. So... <laughs> We've done 15,000 roughly radon mitigation systems, and one in Chicagoland area we found uh, had enough radon coming out of the stone, natural stone, to actually make a difference. Really? So, yes, it does, and once in a while it's enough to contribute to it, but it's not the main radon source for most houses, so... So where does it come from? The framing, the concrete comes from the soil underneath the house. So it's kind of luck of the draw. It uh, starts out as uranium in the soil. Uh, it turns to radium, and then that turns to radon gas. So it's the decay chain of uranium. It uh, this gas can push right through the concrete. So through most floor coverings. No way. Yeah. Uh, so it gets it no gets way. in. Uh huh. And concrete's it's, porous. Yeah. So. Hmm. Uh, if you don't think concrete's porous, go down. Have you ever been in a basement that smelled humid, but there was no real water? So that's the that, that the, musty that, smell. That yeah, that musty smell. That's the water piercing the concrete. So the radon goes along with the soil gas, which can come right in. So 
And older That's homes a, that don't have the plastic under the concrete, then... And, and you know what? It'll go through plastic. Really? Yeah. So what's the problem with having the radon in the house anyway? It's just gas. Yeah. So it is uh, odorless, colorless, tasteless. It's a class A carcinogen. It's radioactive. So when we breathe it in, the little uh, alpha particles will break the DNA in your lungs and your body fixes it. And then it breaks it again, your body fixes it, and that happens over and over again. And it, it could take years, but very often, eventually, your body will make a mistake fixing your DNA. Bam, that's cancer. So in Illinois, 1,100 people die every year from radon. Um, to, could they, they can contribute to radon? or they, uh, It is radon-induced lung cancer. Really? Yeah, so we've never identified, smoked. never smoked, um, they checked the house, high radon. Uh, they now can do a test of the DNA damage and identify, yes, this is absolutely from oh, radon. Really? It's oh. not just that the, there are people who get lung cancer who have ni neither smoking or radon, but it's the second leading cause of lung cancer wow. is radon. So, yeah, 1,100 people is more than die in Illinois from drownings, more than die from home fires, more than die from carbon monoxide. More than die from uh, drunk driving. Three times as many people in Illinois die from radon as die from drunk driving. So I have one question and one statement. Statement being, this is amazingly interesting. So if you have a question, 877-711-5611. Sorry, my first question, which jumps out, is should every home be tested? Yes. So uh, in Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana, everywhere... They can hear me, I, I'm guessing. Uh, the EPA recommends every house in these areas be tested every two years. Really? Every two years. All ground surface. So if you live in an apartment building and you're 10 floors up, you're good. Uh, but, yeah, it's very prevalent in Illinois. The lowest, so there are some areas are higher than others. The lowest is about one in five. So if you look up and down. One in every five houses, it might be yours. No way. And then the so highest Dan, is think, 70 or 80%. Yeah, I think the next thing you should touch on is how to test because I can go to a hardware store and buy a radon test kit and throw it in my house. And do you recommend using those? So the research shows, and, and we're mitigators, so I'm not an expert on testing, but I'm at all these symposiums. I've learned a lot about testing, and I'm required to know a lot about testing. Um, the test kits from Home Depots and Menards, those kind of things, are pretty good relative to professionals. They're not as good statistically, but they're pretty good. Um, and, you know, you can always do a professional as well. So the test kits from the uh, big boxes are, I don't know, but 40 you... to 60 bucks, and then a professional's 150 to 250 something so if you like do, that. So if you do the, the big box test... And you mm -hmm. find that you've got an issue. Well, then you go on to the professional one and make sure. Right. That's a great st a stair step. Approach. And I would think, put it that way, and the only reason I brought it up is because I've used those in the, the less expensive tests, but you have to be a little careful following the instructions. You don't want to be opening and closing doors and windows, things like that, because you can skew the test. That's exactly well, I right. I thought you would have attested the soil. That's what I thought it would be. Yeah, it's the air, uh, because then you also understand... How permeable is your concrete in your house? How much is actually getting to where you breathe uh, and where it can affect you? So, um, but he's right. The research that showed 
people who just took it home and did whatever they would normally do, mm-hmm. it was pretty inaccurate. And then they found the primary reason it was inaccurate is people weren't reading the instructions. So if you do it the less expensive way, absolutely read the instructions. Can you Rich tell couldn't us be more right. what we have to do? I mean, to take that test. Yeah, it's, it's fairly simple. It's a device um, that you can hold in your hand. Uh, there's a couple different style devices on how they collect it, but they all... Uh, the procedures are fairly uh, similar. You just set it down at a, a, a certain level, away from vents, away from doors, um, and you leave it for a, a certain amount of time, and then you put it in package and mail it into a lab, hmm. and then they'll email you and, and mail you with the results. Um, yeah. You have to have something we call closed-door conditions, uh, which really isn't that onerous. It just means you can still come and go, but you just don't leave windows open. You don't uh, burn fires uh, in your fireplace, that kind of thing, for those those few days. And so one of the reasons why I was always reluctant to use the, the, the home test kits and send them off was because the the radon has a short half-life, right? Days. So, so when you ship something off, it starts degrading while it's in the mail. So then I'm not sure you're getting a true and accurate report. So going back to what Ron said... It, it, you, if anything over, what is it, four picocuries? Right, that's, right? that's, that's the that's semi-magic what, that's number, right. There comes Mr. Right. Codebook. All right, go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just know. These, I don't know why. Well, I also, because I sat on a, a Illinois Lead Council, and, and IEMA was a big, is, it takes care of radon. So, yep. but at four picocuries, you, you actually, that's your trigger to actually do some. But if I had something even in the area of two or three by a mail-in, then I think I would get a pro out there to do the testing. So at four picocuries, this is where now Dan's company comes in. We've identified that we have a higher than normal radon uh, presence in the house. So how do we mitigate it now? Right. And we'll talk about that after the break here because... Oh, my God. Did, this almost sounded professional. The way I know. This all just, wow. It's like almost like we pr- planned it. But you know we, we don't did. Plan we plan nothing. We didn't do any of that. <laughs> We're talking to Dan Potter from DuPage <laughs> Radon Contracting. Uh, what's a website there, Dan, real quick? Uh, DuPageRadon.com. D-U-P-A-G-E-R-A-D-O-N.com. All right. Can you stick around? Sure. Good. You have to. You have All to. Right. We you have to, to now. We got phone calls, and we're going to find out how to put this back together and how to clean up your house there right you after go. this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. If you give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline, 877-711-5611, you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. And if somebody wanted a new- dot com. If somebody wanted a newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? You go to mightyhouse.net, go to the Contact Us page. All we need is your first and last name, your email address. Scroll on down to the bottom and click on Boom Done, Just and like you're all that. set. And every week, you'll know who's going to be on the show, then uh, contact, like Dan's contact information, 
is right there in the newsletter. That's right. And in studio with us is Dan Potter from DuPage Radon Contracting. And we've got some phone calls for you. Before we get into how to mitigate the, the issues of radon in your house and what's going on in your house and how to make sure it's clean, let's uh, let's talk to, uh, who do we have our uh, fresh meat? Uh, we have Jeff from Nachi with a comment on radon. On line three. All right. Hey, Jeff, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Hey, Jeff. Good morning, Ron, Robbie, and Rich. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Um, so just so um, the uh, the test kits you buy at Home Depot and Menards and all that mm-hmm. cannot be used for real estate transactions. Just yeah, to throw that out. It says that right on the box. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure somebody doesn't, you know, people don't read everything all the time. That's all. That's true. Okay. Right. Yeah, so that little bit of difference between accuracy is enough that the real estate uh, want you to use professionals, and that's that's true. Yeah. So, cool. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate Thanks, Jeff. It. I right. know it. And there we go. You want to turn off your mic there, Fresh Meat? We can hear Trixie just hammering on oh, that's, the... That's, or is that Rich at camera? That's, Rich that's me. Yeah, that's me. I'm just typing. <laughs> okay. I was like, geez, but, he's going hey, at it. Hey, you send me this brand new, <laughs> super sensitive microphone. Uh-huh. I sound like I just finished running four miles. Yeah. Because I breathe so poorly. <laughs> it's really good. Okay, Dan, lay it on us. What do we have to do to our house if if we find out that we've got uh, what do we got in our house there, Rich? Picos? Radon. Four pico carries per we got pico. Cu- I don't know. Is it per liter? Four pico carries. Is it per cubic meter? It's per liter of air. Per liter, that's right. it. So at four, to give you a feel. Uh, that's about the same exposure as smoking half a pack of cigarettes. Oh, nice. So in if your basement is an eight, each floor up is cuts it in about half. So if you're an eight in the basement, even though you don't spend much time there, on your first floor you may be having a four, so you're smoking a half a pack. Um, if you've got kids in the basement and it's an eight, you're they're smoking a pack a day effectively, so in terms of their lung cancer risk. How do you like that, Robbie? I don't. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that's why this has test, been a, a real test, it's test, part test. of the problem too. And in the state of Illinois, that people don't realize this—you think this is a public health issue, right? So the Illinois Department of Public Health should be taking care of all this, but it falls under IEMA, the Illinois Emergency Management, and that is because it's radioactive. Right. So IEMA doesn't do much. I wouldn't say great job of getting it out there or partnering up with enough people to get the word out all the time. Yeah, that they they have a department of two. Wow. And <laughs> wow. What they do, you got. I mean, you know, we always talk about how government officials aren't doing a great job. Those two yeah. do a phenomenal job, but considering how huge this problem is, it, two people right. is it's not enough for them. That's yeah, they barely can no. do it. So if if uh, if my house has it, mm-hmm. is a good chance my neighbors have it? Uh, it does. It does go in some regions, but um, everybody should test because. You can have everybody around you have low radon and your house have high radon. So it's it's very weird on how it graphs out. Um, so, you know, the only way to know for sure is test. Okay. And, so so that now could what, be the way the vapor barrier was installed. Yeah, but it, you know, it, it could really, be that you're running a fan and your some pit is wide open because right. your drain tile is giving radon an easy path in. There's lots of things. Yeah. So, so what do we do to stop it? All right. So uh, or mitigate it. Right. So the systems, uh, you guys know, uh, houses built after about 1970 have a layer of gravel underneath that concrete, 
So if we can put suction in that layer of gravel, it runs through the nooks and crannies. It can do a whole basement with one suction point. Uh, we do that by coring a hole through the concrete, dig out a little pit. Uh, we connect it to PVC pipe, just regular plumbing pipe. It goes outside to a fan that either sits on the outside of your house or in your attic. And then it goes up high and discharges and the wind catches it and dilutes it. Uh, and the system goes in. It uh, runs 24-7. <clears throat> Um, you, it's just a constant part of your house. Uh, they run from $900 to about 5,000. So it's a big range, but most of them are in the thousand to $2,000 kind of range. Um, and, uh, houses built before 1970, we can figure out other ways. A lot of times they'll have a, a few more suction points. Uh, and if you have a crawl space, you'll need a suction point for that different than your basement. Uh, so that's, that's the systems. So what about, and if you talked about this while I was responding to somebody, I apologize. Insurance, does your house insurance it does help not you with any cover. of this? Yeah. So not right now it does not. There's conversations about it covering this, but it does not. Nah, they put yeah. that right up there with mold. Then. Sure. Right. No, we ain't touching that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Asbestos, we ain't touching that. Right. It's just such a shame. You yeah. know, that it costs so much money to well, fix Well, here's the thing. How, how much, how much your medical bills? History. Right. Radon was never considered any kind of issue. There was never, it was never known. And I believe it was in the 50s or 60s where it was a guy reporting to work <laughs> at a nuclear power plant who set off the alarms. Watrous. So this they thought he had a lot of problems at his job. And when they did all the testing and backtracking, they realized it was his home. Wow. Yeah, and it was. that's a- what kicked off the radon it's kind of funny. It was a nuclear power plant, and they were, as they were building it, they had the the guys were setting up the thing to test everybody walking out, and this guy sets it off. Uh-huh. So they keep thinking their machine's broken because there's nothing radioactive in the plant. Sure. It took okay. them it took them weeks to figure out. Wait a minute, <laughs> this guy really is radioactive. Wow. Right. And then they tested his house, and it was high radon. There you go. I mean, that's so that's what kicks us off. So this is sort of a new thing for one. So and it takes forever for building codes to change. So we now always include a passive radon system, which is just a pipe. All right. So uh, yeah, go, for back new to, construction. go back to yep. three there, Fresh Meat. And uh, we got Tony from uh, Skokie. He's, he has a question about radon also. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, Tony. Uh, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, quick, quick, quick question. Uh, do you know what size fan is required per square foot? I mean, I'm building a 2,000 square feet base basement right now, which is 4,700 square feet of house. So, it, what it, size fan do we have to put, and what size piping do, does it require? Yeah. So, in Illinois, um, it's highly regulated. So, in concept, this, these systems are very simple. It's a piping, and it's a fan, and you discharge it. But when you get into practice, it's much more complicated. So. The fan size doesn't, it goes by more than just square footage. So uh, it's the type of thing that in Illinois you want a professional to do. Um, Is it just one fan for every house or? It, it depends on the house. Really? Most houses we can do with one fan. Um, some houses take two fans. It has to do with some of the porosity of that layer of gravel. Um and the size, 
but so, hey Tony, is this a basement you're finishing or is this a house you're building right now? No, no, it's a brand new house uh, okay. that we're building. Uh I came to your studio so, run before. I oh, I remember you. I remember you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, Tony popped uh, in. So, way, Tony, would you I would say a minimum two four inch PVC pipe through your floor and opposing corners would be a good start. Run those all the way up through your framing to your attic. Um, and, and okay, through with a with a boot, and if your house is tested and it's there, then you can actually hire Dan's company. They come in, they can actually then install the fans and the monitoring systems and so on, and and eliminate it then. But by getting the stuff okay. in while you're building, it makes life much much easier. Yeah, yeah, because the architect always puts ten feet run in the basement, and that's it, and tee it off and go to the roof. Uh huh. And when you go through the roof, I mean, you want to make sure that you leave enough room for the fan. So you don't want to exit low on the roof where it's a tight okay. attic space. You want to be a little higher on the roof. You need about three or four feet to be able to be sure to get that fan in there. So the fan goes in the it. attic, right. not so, in the basement. Uh, in, in this case, they can either go outside the <clears> house outside and, and retrofit. A lot of times that's where you put them. Uh, but in new houses, okay. it's always nice to have it in the attic. And you can do that because all the walls are opening to run the pipe up there. Exactly. Um, uh, okay. And those fans are uh, mostly powered, or do they have like uh, uh, battery operated or some no, operated, whatever? Like 110 volt continuous duty. <laughs> right. Uh, except there's a couple low voltage, but those run. Again, you have a transformer, so you're going to need an outlet up there, no matter what. And the passive. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, so you, okay. if it was going to be high radon, the research shows that those passive systems, they work about a third of the time. So there's still a pretty okay. good chance you'll need a fan, but you might not. So that's, you know, that's okay. one of the requirements they've got now for new construction. Okay, well, I appreciate the phone call okay. there, Tony. Good luck. Thank you. Okay, okay. bye-bye. Excellent. Okay, so uh, you said something about a passive. So yeah. what's... Do you guys do the passive systems? Does that have to be done by you guys? Can Tony do that kind of stuff himself? So uh, on retrofit, on an existing house, when we go in, we're required by law to put an active system just because it's too easy to believe I have a system, I'm fine, and people don't always test every two years, which you're supposed to do even after you get a system. Um, the... As I said, the active systems are, it gets kind of complicated, especially if it doesn't work right, then the diagnostics to determine what you need to do get kind of complicated. Um, the piping is a fairly simple part, if you're handy, and as most of your listeners are, um, to run that. It's the, it's the sizing of the fan and that type of thing that, that gets, gets going, uh, complicated. Okay. Uh, Dan Potter, DuPage Radon Contracting in the website again. Uh, dupageradon.com, D-U-P-A-G-E-R-A-D-O-N.com. All right. Excellent. Thank you. Well, uh, there's a lot more to learn here. You can go to his website, give Dan a call and, uh, and or Sean, I guess Sean, yep. Sean can, uh, muscle that stuff through yes, too, Yes, he right? can. So, uh, if you're doing an additions today, like we just did one in Arlington Heights, they required it. So even on an, on an addition, they're requiring this information. So, mm -hmm. um, Get it squared away. Give Dan a call and uh, make sure your house is safe. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back with the phone calls. I know we got a bunch sitting here, so uh, we'll get to the other topics now. You are listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. <clears throat> Mighty House will return. 
It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline also. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com dot com. Also, I found out that we have an Instagram account, which I didn't know. Whoa. Check it out. Yeah, we we do. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I we, still don't even know how to tweet. I, I don't know what Instagram is. I, I have just, no idea. Uh, Dan st- I sent Dan many messages and you never reply. I know. So I don't now know you know why. I, <laughs> I found out we got an Instagram account, so I've been posting Instagram pictures. I think I don't know, but um, so there's there might be a picture of fresh meat up there, or and Robbie, and I think I did a little video of Robbie talking about something, and then uh, I just posted a picture of Dan from uh, the uh, DuPage Radon. Let's hope nobody watched the video last week. No, last week of my aunt going in and out of the thing. Oh, yeah. Talking. Oh, no, they were watching oh, that. Yeah. That was awesome. Rich. You were making pancakes, and I was at your aunt yeah. or your uncle sitting there. Right. Um, He's reading the paper. Reading in the, the paper or doing a crossword. That was... I was so freaking stressed out. Dad comes in, and he's real quiet. And my aunt's like, Don, do you want some breakfast? I'm like, I'm on the radio. It was so stressful. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I can't do this anymore, Rich and Ron. I can't do it. Come on. I can't. Robbie, you know, it's like doing a live remote when we're all sitting at the table doing a live remote and headsets on and all that. And people are walking up and they're going... Hey, are these free? <laughs> are these free? What are you guys here for? No, yeah. I, I, that was the worst. Sorry to change off course. That's there. all right. Let's okay, see. Let's go. go. Uh, who do we got there on two? Fresh meat? Uh, we got Greg from Melrose Park. Okay. Uh, we'll take him right now. All right. Got him. Hey, Greg. Thanks for hanging on. Whoa. Uh-oh. Greg's gone. Greg's gone. We lost him. Okay. Well, hopefully they'll call back. It's uh, 877-711-5611. And uh, he had a, a uh, He'll question call about, back. Question about water that long. He's going to call back. Yeah. So there I think we go. it's priority. <laughs> yeah, we'll give him some priority over it. There you go. Okay. Well, since, Dan, you, since you stuck around for a second here, um, let's also, we, we might want to disclose just for a little bit. I think it's, I was counting it up. I think we've known each other now 30 years. Wow. Wow. Think about it. What was that, 87? Yeah. 86, 87? So it's over 30 years now. This is the guy, Rich, that taught me the electrical stuff. Yeah. It, I, I, I was following him around, and he was like, do this, do that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, so you worked for Dan as a yeah, apprentice, so to speak? Pretty much, yeah. Really? I, yeah, yeah. So, wow. And it's funny, because Dan looks so much younger, younger than I you. know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's amazing what a suit and control GX will do for you. It's frightening how much younger he looks than you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not just saying that either. Yeah, I was, and I, I, we're pretty much the same age. It's just that <laughs> I had other things to do when I was younger. And, he worked for a living. And, that, and, that makes and a you, difference. <laughs> you were off already learning that stuff. So, yeah. 
So you did you keep up your electrical stuff on licensing and or not? Haven't no. really. I mean, we are our organization is a licensed electrician, but I had somebody else take the test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go, cheater! Nice, nice. There you go. Yeah, I was looking for. I was doing the electrical. I was looking for one more electrician. The boss shows up with this guy, and I said, "So he's an electrician?" He goes, "No." Really? He goes, but he's this. He, he learns stuff faster than anybody I know. Uh huh. And that was how I got stuck with you at that point. And yes, that that was it. It's been a good relationship since oh, then. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, so now with with DuPage Radon though, you are just uh, just doing radon. You you guys can't do any testing either, right? Right. So uh, we can. Uh, we've got a company we work with that can do the testing. So if you need the testing, you can give us a call or you can go directly to them. Uh, but. Uh, we try and keep that a little bit separate. That's the kind of the way the state rules are. Right. Um, Which I think that's good. I don't think just like a home inspector shouldn't say, here's what's wrong with your house. And oh, by the way, I can fix it. Right. Right. You know, that, that, that's, I don't think that's the right way to do it. Or what would that word be? Ethical? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah something like that. I read that, that once. <laughs> Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So then that's cool that. Um, so you can't do the testing, but you know people that do, and right. you have a working relationship. And now across the nation, so we're one of the more regulated states so far. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, but a lot of those, a lot of those areas, you they can test and mitigate. So okay. the way it's actually evolving is more like cars, where the same person diagnoses it as fixes it. Okay, I don't have much control over that, but that's the way that's all heading. All right. So we're on in Vegas too. So you don't know what. Nevada's Louis are? I don't. Okay. I don't. But they can probably check there. Yep. Locally. Is it right. is it a big problem out west or like in Florida where where Rich is? Or so is it... across the nation, most areas have radon problems. There are some areas where the radon is so low it doesn't even make sense to test. Um and but some of that comes back to the that magic 4.0. Mm -hmm. So the World Health Organization says 2.7. That's their magic number. The 4.0 that we we've been quoting is an EPA number. Uh, if you follow the two point, if you follow the 4.0, California has very few houses. If you go to the 2.7, it's a really, it's a lot of houses in California. Really? Then so it, it really it's from area to area. Huh. Uh, but the the real problem is not the prevalence as much as people just don't know. Right. I mean, people in Illinois, Awareness. the vast majority of houses in Illinois have not been tested. And right. our area is supposed to test every two years, every house. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people living with radioactive gas in their house. And there's a lot of people still dying. I mean, it's the most preventable home death formula there is. So all you got to do is call DuPage Radon. Yeah. And have it, yeah. We can take you through the process. If you need testing, we can get it there. Mm -hmm. If you if you need medication, that's what we do. Okay, cool. We, All right, dupageradon.com. Yes, there. Excellent. How long have you been doing that? So twenty five. Actually, it's closer to thirty years now. We've done over fifteen thousand systems. Huh. So we're kind of one of the big guys. Yeah. Um, remember, I said it was if you. If you, have a, if you have a problem, it goes from simple to complicated very quickly. Mm -hmm. So we run into so many issues because we do so many jobs 
Um, we not only come up with solutions, we've got formulas on how, once we see this, this is our, our, our process. Right. So there's, uh, if you run into problems being with a bigger company, that's when that kind of pays off. Right. Yeah. So, cause you've seen it, we've seen it, you know, what is that? We've seen it. We know a few things cause we've seen a few things. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be us. Oh yeah. You're the insurance guys. That's what, that's what it was. <laughs> like, just like farmer's insurance. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, 877-711-5611 if you want to give us a call. And um, also, some of the other stuff that we had uh, posted up there this week, Rich, uh, besides you with uh, Mike Holmes, mm-hmm. and and uh, who was the guy that you saw? Oh, wait, no, never mind. We don't want to talk about that. No. I told you I'm not spreading rumors. <laughs> One thing, I, I went to a, a client's <laughs> home, and mm-hmm. I'm at the back door. And there's a there's just a pile of firewood there. So it's that's okay, no big deal. I look oh, I in see that picture. I was confused <laughs> for a moment. Yeah. So <laughs> I was confused too, Rich. So so then I I'm standing there and I look down and it's a fine pile of firewood. There's not just one smoke detector in it. There's two. Now, so then I thought, what Apparently made me building using the fireplaces causes them to make noise. I I don't know. So. <laughs> I'm standing and I and I realized why I looked down into the piles because they're beeping. <laughs> Their the, batteries are low. Yes, the batteries are low. And instead <laughs> instead of replacing the batteries, they they unscrewed them, unplugged them because no. they they were hardwired systems and then threw them out into the fire into the uh, the wood pile. Huh. So I picked them up. <laughs> One of them was 3 years old. Obviously just needed a battery. So wait a minute. Uh, so, because I thought you were supposed to hang them. In, so you're supposed to put them in the wood fire and burn them? No, That's no, what no. Fire, no, that, no. That doesn't seem like the right formula. No, no, no. no. You're not supposed to put them in the wood pile. No, that's not where they belong. Okay. Especially so outside. So like before I started reading anything, I saw the picture and I thought you were going to post that you should never have your firewood next to your house because you're bringing termites up to your back porch. And sure. then that's how you get them in your house. Sure. Yeah, that that's a that's a but good no, idea. you went all the way in a different direction, and I'm like reading it. I'm laughing because yes, yeah, smoke detectors in your wood pile. <laughs> so the other one though, there was no date on it, telling me that the reason it's beeping is because it's old. Maybe they were right. concerned about instantaneous combustion of the wood. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yes, Robbie. So on my vacation, part of my vacation, most of my vacation was also organizing for a client down uh-huh, there because you can't help it. I can't help it. Yeah, and she had a whole box of. Uh, smoke detectors. And I know that, you know, you're supposed to put a date on there because they're only good for 10 years. I looked over the entire box. It was like five in a box, the box and the individual things. And there was no date of manufacture on there. Mm -hmm. They were over 10 years old already. Yep. No good. Wait, back up. Because she claims, she claims she just bought these. From? I don't know. I think it was Dollar one of those store. like fire station, firehouse giveaway kind of thing. Uh huh. So you're saying but if you, it's new, it has a date on it. Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. You don't have to write on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They if you, always if say, you turn it over, look at the back. There'll be a, a name plate and tell you the model and all that stuff. My God, they do it on Budweiser. You might as well be able to do it. To a, <laughs> I could not find one. So on the back, there will be a date uh, of the of the actual unit. May not be on the box, but it will be on the actual unit in the box. Okay, I could not find one. Then they're old. Well, I'm I'm Googling something now because here's the yeah. thing. 
they're good for 10 years. Carbon monoxide, good for seven. But I don't know exactly what year they passed the law that they started putting the expiration date. So if that was five years ago, then they're still they good might for only five be five years. or six years old. So Yeah, that's but you don't know. You don't know if they're good or bad. When do you want to find out? Right. Before or after a fire. Right. And, Definitely and, not during. Yeah. And so now you can buy them with a 10-year battery. You never have to change the batteries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when the batteries go, then it's time to replace it. So that's the that's the easiest way to do it. And they make them with the battery backup. So if the village requires you to have them hardwired with a battery backup, they have them hardwired with a battery backup and the 10-year battery in them. So. NFPA, everyone has one. Yes. Yeah. All right, we're going to come back with Clutter Clarity next. Yes, we are. You're listening to... Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. You see this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm going to find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on home ImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Patreon. Just go to Patreon.com slash MightyHouse. And if you do sign up there, you'll have a chance to win a 24-inch level provided by Klein Tools. So you know it's a good one. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Go to mightyhouse.net. Click on the Contact Us page. Put in your first name, last name, and email address. Scroll on down to the bottom and click on Boom Done. Just like that? Just like that. It's that simple? It is. It's very simple. And the good news is you only get one email a week from us on Friday telling you who's going to be on the show mm-hmm. and contact information for them. You'll know what the tip of the week is going to be about. Clutter clarity not so much. I usually don't get no advance notice. That's right. <laughs> we She likes to keep it a surprise. You know, it's going to be Incl- a long Including from herself. So I just, I just changed the picture each week on hers. <laughs> it's going to be long, so maybe we should jump right just into get, it. Get right into it? Yeah, I'm going to be talking okay. for a while. Cl- Clutter Clarity is powered by Mr. Floor Cleaning Products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And here we go. have a disarrangement disorder can't yep. seem to get seem to get that jumbled hodgepodge kyle pile of chaos in one place maybe it's time for a little disposal a little cleanup a little eradication evacuation liquidation and purgification here's robbie with a tip on how to put some neatness into your disorder this is clutter clarity on mighty house Save me back. From this prison. i need you lord help me to get away i need you what because it's the only way it works. Because oh. then I can disguise my voice. I can hide it. I can hear it. You can save me now. I can't do from it. This See, he's turning it down now. No, no, no. Don't do that. Turn it up louder. I've been lost in my own place. Louder. I'm getting weary. How far is heaven left? What are you doing? Turn it up louder. I don't like to hear myself. I only do it in front. I'm just trying to mix it so I can hear your voice more. No, we don't want to hear my voice. It's all good. Lord, can you tell me? 
there. No, no, what I can tell you is Clutter Clarity is powered by Mr. Floor Cleaning Products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com. Okay. It's crazy world. So I could spend, I don't know, the next four weeks talking about this subject. So we'll just go. And step- we probably will. Right, because it's time for clutter clarity, and then you know what you do? You guys talk and talk and talk and talk. So See, see what happens. I wanted to talk about traveling, it's and nuts. so if anybody has any hints when they travel, car travel across the country. No chili the night before. 877-711-5611. This is off on a little bit of a tangent. Squirrel! Uh-huh, already. In that for a month, I stayed in a little teeny apartment above a garage. And how was it? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah? It was amazing. Like a little fi- efficiency? Yeah. Okay. It was teeny, 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 but we're on the water, you know, okay. and maybe you've seen some of the pictures. I mean, you just- Was it a houseboat? No, it looked like a houseboat, didn't oh. it? Because that's how close okay. we were to well, the water. Well, you said you were on the water, so- We were yeah. right Next, on the Some of the pictures were hard to see. There was feet in the way. I know. Anyway, <laughs> the point being, I had one suitcase with clothes <clears throat> and then a little- you know, carry thing that I just had, you know, basics, toiletry kind of stuff uh-huh. in. That's all I needed for a month. Uh-huh. Then I get home uh-huh. to my big house. Sure. And I realize I don't need all of that stuff. Uh-huh. I knew I didn't. And now it's just, it's overwhelming. And that, all the and, stuff. And that now I you have. know the, where the tiny houses come from. Yeah. Right? It's just overwhelming the amount of stuff that I have. And it's like, you know, we're the first people who stayed in this little apartment. And she's like, what do you need? I'm like, we need nothing. You know, there was a toaster and a coffee pot. You know, uh-huh. there was there was other things like frying pan, you know, which was great. But you don't know how to use those anyway. I so. did. I cooked. <laughs> That's what Don says. You know, whatever. <laughs> so it's like just the basics. You know, we had one set of sheets and I don't want to tell you how few times we washed them in a month. <laughs> but, you know, like one set of towels. We, we didn't need anything. Uh-huh. You know, we had our computer, we did have a TV, but uh-huh. all the extra stuff that people have, you know, the blenders and the Cuisinarts and the mixers and the this and the that, you know, uh, coffee grinders, mm-hmm. you know, the bean grinders. And, mm-hmm. oh, one of these days I might need this tool. I might need this. Well, you know what? I'm going to go home now and just start getting rid of stuff that I, excessive stuff. How many plastic pitchers does a person need? You know, uh, one. I don't know, Dan. How many do you have? Yeah, uh, uh, twelve. <laughs> yeah, and then the like ones that you make the sun tea and that like you carry to softball yeah, games and we, stuff. We have, we have all sorts of special. Things. We 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 are the uh, yeah yeah. You don't want to come to our house. <laughs> oh, I I, I do want to no, come to your no. house. Yeah, yeah I, I do. Uh, 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 we're both pack. I don't think pack rats should marry each other. Correct. They, they do a some sort of blood test. I think that's yeah. so you have. <laughs> You have correct children. I think they should do this test, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure what's the right answer because if when a when a pack rat marries a pack rat, at least we're not fighting. I know pack yeah. rats who marry non pack rats, and they're always arguing about it. But yeah, that, you probably run into that all the time. That's true. It's that's bad. But anyway, so the point being, we don't need all the stuff that we have. We meaning my husband and I, and it's just amazing at how little you really need. Um, but my whole talk, which my computer almost just Squirrel. went out, was about on this trip, the things that I realized. Uh-huh. And so I have some tips for helping people when they're going to do a car trip okay. or anywhere that they're going to stay. You got 30 seconds. Waze, W-A-Z-E. 
Have any of you ever used Waze? I've yes. heard it's supposed <laughs> to be good, but the it's police awesome. don't like it though because you put where the cops are sitting. Yeah. Exactly. So not only does it help you, but if you have kids, it's awesome because you can use it like a video game. Yeah. You get little points for doing little things on this. Okay. But yes. Um, so all the people ahead of you, if there's a cop ahead of you, they type in cop and then you'll get a thing saying 0.3 miles cop ahead, 0.3 miles pothole in the road, you know, obstruction vehicle on the side, you know, stuff or like that. dumb Florida drivers hanging out in the left lane. <laughs> well, they don't tell you that, but it's really cool because it'll tell you, you know, your estimated time, like other things, but they will take you on a detour and this happened to us all of a sudden. It's like exit, you know, here. And we're like, you know, we're on this road for 20 hours. Sure. We shouldn't exit. And it's like exit, exit. We're like, okay, we did. Half a mile up, there was complete stop mm. on the interstate. And it told us to go around it. We went two miles around it, got back on. Waze, W-A-Z. It's an app. It's really cool. And like I said, if you're traveling with kids, they could fill out all of this information um, because I don't do it while I'm driving. But you could beep at other people. You put a little like um, emoji in for who you are. Mm -hmm. And if there's another person near you, you know, you can honk. You can honk, honk, online honk <laughs> at them uh -huh. and stuff like that. But it's really cool because then, you know, the speed limits, whatever, 70. 90. Nobody goes 70. But when it says, you know, cop up ahead, it's really it's just cool. just a suggestion. Sure. That's cool. And I have used ways for other things, like if I want to find a Hampton Inn, which is where we stay at, um, you can just put in where's the nearest. And it's easier than something like, because they'll kind of know where you're at, mm -hmm. as opposed when I've like searched in other apps for things, it'll be like, well, where are you? Well, what state do you want to find the Hampton? It's like, no, I just want, you know, the one that's nearest me. So Waze is an amazing app, W-A-Z. How much time left? 30 seconds. Hampton Inn. That was another thing I was going to tell you. Um, what I found out about Hampton Inn is tr from traveling is they change their comforter or their bedding or their bedspread every day. Mm -hmm. Most oh. places don't do that. Once a year, maybe they'll take that bedspread and they'll what? wash it. Oh, it's true. It's true. Places will change the sheets, but you know, there's that spread oh. on top of your that you pick up like this with one finger you yeah. throw it in the corner yeah and you turn up oh. the heat if you're cold yeah most places never ever clean that oh so Who hampton knows? inn changes and after the break i'll tell you some more things that i like about Excellent. hampton inn all right because i have five more things to talk about <laughs> we'll be right back thanks this for listening mighty to mighty house. house mighty house will return 